for joining us here on the Neutral Zone. I am Phil Milani, joined as always by my partner in crime, my esteemed colleague. The best way to describe this person is my everything. It's at Eric Delala. Phil, it's uh, a dub day here it's, in Denver. Yeah, we're celebrating, huh? Got the first one. I wasn't sure if you were going to make it in today. You know, oh, just, just after so much. After the raging. Yeah, too much. Yeah. No, I made it. I'm ready to get back to work onto the New York Jets. Oh, you've already turned the page. Yeah. Normally well, they say 24-hour rule. We're still within that. That's true. But, but you uh, think the tone around here is that there's, back to a, work. there's a lot to get right. Yeah, I think so. I think it's a, it's a nice combination of both things. I think you guys celebrate a win because, you know, for this team, I, th- I look back to training camp. It was a hard training camp, put in a lot of work. You know, close on those first two games, uh, you know, like right there, could have had an opportunity to win it. Then when you finally do get it done, I think you got to sort of celebrate that and say like, hey, that was good. That was that was uh, the first win of the Sean Payton era. I think you got to be happy about it. And particularly the way they did it, rallying, not giving up on each other, fighting, 24 unanswered points, Eric. I think that you could take a moment and say, yeah, that was big, but obviously still uh, a lot to, to clean up here. Yeah, I mean, obviously, whenever you uh, you get a win, it's better than the alternative to come back all that, that way, and the not win would have been pretty difficult, I think. Yeah, um, almost like how after the Hail Mary when they didn't get the two-point. Right, it, it would have like, felt oh. a lot like that. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, I think what I took from that game is that when this team plays well and plays complementary football and is kind of firing on all cylinders, they can – they can do some pretty good things, right? Um, we saw that against Washington in terms of that quick start, three touchdowns and three drives. Thought we saw that in the fourth quarter yesterday uh, from the defense, kind of the end of the third quarter through the fourth quarter for the offense. I mean, when this team is clicking, it looks much better than it has in recent years. The the challenge, right, is to, to click for a more sustained okay. period of time. And, um, you know, Sean Payton said, Monday, hey, we can't be content with how we played, but Phil, there's definitely something about this team where you're not out of games even if you fall behind because of how the offense is capable of playing. And um, I don't know that that's been the case the last few years. There's been times where you fall behind 10 points, you can tell the game's over. And Yeah, 10 points is definitely not enough. And um, at this point, the the Broncos offense is playing well enough to get you back in the games. Defense made some timely plays. That's all we've been talking about, right, is you don't have to be yeah. perfect. Can you make some timely plays? They did that in the fourth quarter and uh, end up with a win. And Phil, I know there's a lot of people out there. They were saying, oh, let's fans. Hey, let's lose this game. Let's tank, oh, et cetera, et cetera. You're ready for Caleb Williams. It's huh? uh, <laughs> far too difficult to project out that far in terms of how a season is going to go. And It's a long season, man. You and, can't. Um, yeah, it's just I don't like that approach, and everyone's yeah. everyone's entitled to to feel how they want as a fan. But I think you've got to win games. I think you've got to establish a culture. Um, I think you've got to find some success and give validity to the the Sean Payton method. And I, I thought they did that yesterday. And no team like ever goes out there and they're like, we're going to lose this game. You know what I mean? Like players never think like that. There's too much work that goes into this uh, to go out there and play like that. So. Yeah, but but I do think that uh, um, the offense in particular, when they can get on tempo there and, like, really just get some momentum going, they're pretty good, man. Like, I think that uh, they have enough weapons there that they can keep 
defense is off balance. Uh, Jaleel McLaughlin seems to be like the real deal here. You know, um, rarely do you see like it, it go from like undrafted, nice story, great success in the preseason, and then enter the regular season and it continues on through that. So he seems to be you know, the kind of guy where, okay, let's see what he can do. Oh, okay. Let's see if we add this to his plate. Okay. And then like, you know, he got a game ball after, uh, after this bears game. Um, so like he, he continues to be like a, a real deal type of guy. And then Marvin Mims made the big play uh, to set up the field goal. Uh, Corlin Sutton made the touchdown, Brandon Johnson touchdown. Uh, Jerry Judy had a couple of nice plays. Uh, you know, I think that they, they got enough weapons on offense to be a, a significant factor no matter who they're playing. Yeah, and I tweeted out, I think Russ's passer rating of 133.5 was his highest since coming to Denver, his highest since week one of the 2021 season. And some people said, okay, well, it's the Chicago Bears. And my response to be to that would be, yeah, and he did exactly what he should have done. Yeah, right? I mean, they were missing a few guys in their secondary, right? They had right. some young guys out there. But that's what you want like, to do is you want to take advantage when you have that opportunity, and, and he did. I mean, would you prefer that he goes out and has a 70 passer rating? That doesn't really make sense. So yeah, he stepped up to the plate. I think we have seen the last few weeks the Russell Wilson that everybody expected when they yeah. traded for him, when they signed him to a long-term deal. Um, you heard the guys in the locker room yesterday Russ came to the sideline when they cut the lead to 14 and basically said, we're going to win We're this football this. game. And Confidence. Like Mike McGlinchey, Cortland Sutton, they bought in. Yep. Um, they came all the way back, get a big defensive play. And Phil, something that stood out to me when the bears went up 28, seven, I kind of from the press box up there with my hot cocoa, uh-huh, nice I, and relaxed. I trained my uh, binoculars down on the sideline. I'm just looking for, Somebody, Reaction. somebody throw a helmet, Ooh. somebody freak out. Is there a confrontation? Um, and for the most part, I mean, like some of the coaches obviously are getting on their guys and, and trying to get things right, but there was no helmet throwing. There was no uh, yeah, yeah. freaking out. Right. There were no issues that, you know, I think at some times last year we saw that, right, on the sideline of things boiled over. Certainly. Um, and I didn't see that. And I, I thought that was a good sign that guys still believed. And obviously they, they came back and made it happen. Um, that to me suggests that this team is buying in and still kind of, um, you know, you got to go do it here. Right. But the, you get a, a chance to get a win and get back to within a game of 500. I mean, we talked all week. You just need one to kind of get things yeah. going and, and, uh, they found a way to get one. And sometimes it takes one that's like this where you need to come back where, where um, like uh, everybody comes together and like does it like as a team and like you just feel good about that. I will say the TV cameras at one point caught like K-Jack and uh, PS2 having it. Like it wasn't like they were ang- – it wasn't like there was like contention there, but it was like, man, we got to get this thing right, you yeah. know. And I think a healthy amount of that is good. Yeah, that's you different know, like, than yeah, exactly. a shove on the sideline. Exactly. Or- throwing your helmet exactly just a disgruntled because i think if you have that it's hard to come back but if you if you got guys who are like they're not happy about the way they're playing but they still feel like there's a way to figure it out that's what you want and i think that's where the this team was certainly at that point you know 28 7 it did feel like okay it's now or never you know and then they really came together um i I thought that on on offense they really made a couple of third down plays that really extended some drives that I was like, man, that was a big, like the one to LJ Humphrey, formerly known as Lil Jordan. He 
he made a nice play there on a, on a big third down where you were like, all right, like uh, maybe they're, they're finding a, a rhythm here. And, you know, with regards to facing the Chicago Bears, um, one of the things I thought that was interesting, Sean Payton was like knowing that uh, they had uh, some young guys in their secondary there, they were going to be playing a lot of cover two. You know, which I think that for the Broncos going into this one, they wanted to run the football, I think. And because of the way the game unfolded, they were put into a situation where they had to pass it a lot. Sean afterward was like, there was some concern there that because they were just in cover two, throwing it a lot was going to be an issue. Um, but Russ made the plays, man, and they, they those guys got open. And um, you really felt like, okay, things are different now. Like the momentum was going and they were rolling. And it did feel like, hey, I think – I think they're going to do this. Like even just watching, you're like, they had all of the energy. Yeah, they. Uh, you could feel it shift. Certainly. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, again, the way the defense was playing in the in the second quarter and part of the third quarter, you kind of felt like, hey, they were going to need to get a a takeaway in Something. order to make it happen. Um, but they they came up big when they needed to. They got the strip sack return for a touchdown. Obviously, the first fumble return for a touchdown in what four seasons. Um, they come up with a big fourth down stop where, you know, if the Bears get that yard fill on fourth and one, we're probably talking about a different, you know, 31-28 the other way because yeah. they would have been able to run the clock down, oh, man. could have kicked a chip shot field goal, and uh, basically all the, that work would have been for nothing. So the defense uh, made plays when they needed to, and you got to hope that instead of that just being kind of a, a few series, you've got to hope because they – because they stacked them and it came at the end of the game, maybe there's a reason to believe that, hey, this is – they turned a corner, they figured something out. Um, yeah. Because they made – you know, Justin Fields looked incredible in the first half. Oh, man. And then they made him look kind of like he's played the rest of the season yeah. in that fourth quarter. What would you think about the decision to go for a fourth there? Um, I was confused. It was gutsy, man. That I mean, was a uh... – Like he, he got up there, obviously, and tried to hard count the first time. But then once you call a timeout, I kind of just assumed the field, field goal. goal was coming. Yeah. Um, I got in an elevator to go down to the field at that point because I was like, oh, they'll kick the field goal. I'll get see I'll what just happens. come watch the final drive. Yeah. And then I'm in the elevator and you hear the radio and it's, oh, and the, you know, stuffed on fourth and one. And yeah. I was kind of like, what? what? Yeah. Interesting because I feel like uh, from a Chicago perspective, you're like, okay, you just gave up the, the scoop and score. So maybe you're like, okay, let's just go down here and, like, finish this game. And so, like, I get that. But I, I thought for sure Fields was going to try and do something on the edge. You know, they had had success there. The Broncos' defense continued to have some uh, uh, issues setting the edge. You know, I, I remember Justin Fields got loose on a third down play and ran for a first down. You know, I thought for sure, let's put, put the ball in your playmaker's hands and, like, let's see what happens on the edge. I thought for sure that was coming. And then – they went right up the middle, and it's always easy now on this side to be like, why did you do that? But at the time, I was like, man, this is a gutsy call. You don't see a lot of coaches uh, with the opportunity to take the lead to do that. But at the same time, the Broncos had so much momentum at that point, you felt like, okay, if they got the ball back, they were going to go down. So I kind of understood both sides of it. But, uh, man, the, that was a big play for this Broncos defense. Singleton and uh, Zach Allen getting in there. Uh, that that was a big time play, and you might you might not feel like three is enough there. You'd be giving the Broncos the ball back with two and a half minutes left yeah. at, at you know two fifty two. Um, yeah, the way they the were way playing, they were moving the ball. You probably 
don't feel good enough about that. So you're saying, yeah. hey, let's let's take a chance and get one yard. And the way you've been moving the ball for most of the game, you probably feel pretty good about your ability to get one yard. Yeah. And the Broncos just they made a play. Yeah. Um, players make plays. Players make plays. And uh, you know, I know that one of the reactions out there among fans is, hey, well, I never should have taken a 21 point comeback um, against but the Chicago Bears. But but that's what happened. We've seen the Broncos you know, lose a couple of close games in different ways where they, they raced out to that lead against Washington, unable to hold on. Uh, you had a nice uh, game against the Raiders and, and ultimately lose late. Uh, you take a win no you matter a win how to win. you can uh, get it. And I think yeah. good teams in this league, you know, I'll have to see where things are in a few weeks, but what good teams in this league do is they win when they don't have their best football or where they're, when they're not, uh, you know, in an ideal situation um you know and that's how it is when you watch like kansas city or yeah. the bills or you know they just get a win you know sometimes they're in these scenarios and you're like oh maybe they'll pick up a loss and they just they just they find just a way to win when they're not playing their best yeah and um the broncos were able to to do that yesterday uh phil i don't i don't want to put it in this category necessarily but it was the second largest road comeback behind that chargers Come back in the Peyton, uh, Manning. the Peyton Manning, and obviously that sparked that football yeah. team. I don't know if it's fair to to expect that same spark here, but whenever you have that sort of moment, the guys running off the field were all jacked up. Yeah, um, you there's just wonder if there's unifying about if there's, it, and if you figure something out about yourself and yeah. um, what works. You no, know, you just you wonder if uh, you can push that forward and use that. It takes ahead. something to get on a roll. Something's got to happen to be able to get that ball rolling. And so maybe this was this for this Broncos team. Uh, you know, uh, it did feel like maybe they turned a page a little bit uh, there where they some things that they figured out. Uh, they do still have some issues, you know, that of we course. can get into, Eric. You know, Sean Payton has brought up a lot, the the th- uh, false starts. Yep. Uh, what, five false starts was it, uh, I think Eric, so. there? I think and everybody except Quinn Miners had one, I think. Okay. Or was it everybody except Ben Powers? They, I thought that Quinn had one at one they, point. Uh, there are a lot so, of them. And, and particularly, Sean brought this up a lot too, is the third and one to, to third and six. That's a big difference there on plays like that. So uh, trying to figure out a little bit of that, you know, Sean Payne mentioned the cadence, just making sure everybody's on the same page about what what that cadence is supposed to be like. Because I think that for, for the coaching staff, he even said this after the game, it, those are the kind of things that drive you crazy. Because the little details for this team in particular really ma- matter a lot, you know. And the focus has been so much on, like, tightening things up and playing clean football. They protected the football on offense, which was really good. But, uh, yeah, some of those penalties, uh, that that if you look back on it and you lost it because of that, that would be really upsetting. Oh, no doubt about it. Yeah, they, they, um, they got to be better there. And especially, you know, Mike McGlinchey, I think, has been a good addition. But... He had a couple. I think he's had one in every game. Something he's got to, f- to figure out. Um, you know, there weren't kind of the same penalty issues. I mean, what, what were the overall? Total? I think yeah. the Bears had more more yardage for sure uh, on penalties there, but but those ones. I think the little ones where you're just like completely in yeah. control of it, like the false start, seven for thirty nine yards. So not terrible overall, not but it just yeah, it feels unnecessary. It's unnecessary. Like a um, holding play on a on a you know cornerback or something. You're like, okay, I get it, yeah. but like this, you're just in control of this. Those don't do it. Right, and um, 
there were still some mechanical issues. It seemed the Broncos had to use their timeouts yeah. in the first half. Yeah. Um, kind of cost them a chance there at the end of the first half to get the ball back and try to go down the field. Um, but I, I do think there's something to be said that, listen, the penalties have to get better. You got to continue to get better running the football. Uh, defensively, some communication things, particularly in the back end where you're playing yeah. a lot of young guys that just have to get fixed. As Sean Payton said, we're going to play a lot better teams in Chicago <laughs> yeah uh, gotta get it fixed yeah and Fit in the run he mentioned you know particularly in the first half they still had some issues there tackling was a little bit better I, I, thought, yeah, I thought it was better um, but yeah just a little bit of communication things Komet Cole Komet looked like Travis Kelsey out there at times yeah seven catches for 85 yards and two touchdowns and a couple of them he was just wide it's open wide open DJ Moore eight catches 131 yards and a touchdown DJ Moore is a good player. He's a good player. Although I don't think he got that right foot down. No, that was kind of a, a an iffy call, I thought. You know, I think what happens a lot of times, Eric, is sometimes there'll be like a, a play like that where they're like, let's give him the touchdown because that's an automatic review. But then once you're reviewing it, you're like, well, what was the call on the field? Do you know what I mean? So, like, it works against them in that way, too. So even though it gets the automatic review, sometimes you go back and you're like, well, now I got to go with what the call on the field was. Right. So that's kind of a tough spot there. But I don't think he got it down. No, and I, yeah, it. we'll learn a lot more about this team this week. Good, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Just that's in terms a good of, defense. Just the in Jets. terms of how Holy you smokes. react to, to that win, um, how do you play against the Jets. You know, Zach Wilson had some success uh, on Monday night. No, sorry, Sunday night. Yeah. And uh, Monday night hasn't happened yet. It hasn't. No, today is Monday. If he plays again tonight, it, it would be kind of crazy. That would be really insane. But um, he did have some success on Sunday night. So can you, you know, find a way to prevent him from continuing that momentum forward? Yeah, uh, of th- course. I mean, I mean, I think that the Aaron Rodgers uh, injury sort of has taken the uh, wind out of the sails. Nice. I think sails, yeah. Uh, from like uh, the uh, champagne comments at the beginning of the year and the whole Nathaniel Hackett stuff. I believe that uh post game champagne said that was a fiasco. Let's get into that. He kind of was joking about it, but uh, um, I think that because Aaron Rodgers is in there, some of the steam that was uh, heading into this one is uh, not there, obviously, but that's a good jets defense, man. They gave Patrick Mahomes a lot of issues. Yeah. The, the Broncos will be, going to be, be a tested, tough test, but you know, the way this offense is playing, Phil, I think, what they've cracked 30 now twice this year, which is more than they did all of last season, I believe. Um, this is a good offense, too. Yeah. I mean, if you look at quarterback efficiency ratings and that sort of thing, Russell Wilson is right up right there, there, top of the league. Um, you know, touchdown passes, well, he has nine, I believe. Yep. Uh, last year, it took until week 14 for him to throw nine touchdown passes, which just sounds crazy <laughs> to think about. He is playing really well. He is playing well, and I, I think – when you have him playing at this level, you're not out of a football game. Yeah. And um, w- the way Sean Payton is, is calling things, I think there's been some really nice play That's designs. Um, he said that he does like 12 to 15 to open the game, and yeah. you've seen the Broncos. And they've worked. Yeah, they've scored an opening drive touchdown in three of the four games. Right. I think that that's big, Eric. You know, you just get in that confidence, getting the ball rolling, uh, jumping out like that. You know, I think that that's a good one. Uh, for the Broncos, they, he said they try to do a lot of different personnel groupings just to get a feel for what's going to, what the defense is trying to do. And yeah, you've seen them have a uh, success there. Yeah. And, you know, moving forward, you hope that, Hey, can Justin Simmons play this week? 
Yeah. Um, guys like Baron Browning, uh, PJ Locke are eligible to return. We'll, we'll have to see later this week what yeah. happens there. But I just, there are kind of reinforcements on the way, if you will. Greg Dulcich can play against Kansas City. He's eligible to return. So um, if you talk about the first four weeks of the season being this race to improve, I think these next few weeks for the Broncos are kind of about, hey, we've, we've learned about ourselves this first month. Now let's put it together here over um, the rest of October. We know Sean's got a good winning percentage in October. Went up a little bit here yeah, after that win that over up. He must have looked Chicago. at the calendar that morning. It was like, yeah. Let's oh, go. we should win this one. Let's go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just... I will say, Eric, when I was driving home yesterday, the thought creeped into my head where I was like, if they would have just beaten the Raiders and the and Washington. Or, you know, it doesn't even have to be or, or. But, you know, they lose those games by three points total. Yeah. If they could have just won those two, it's just weird how, like, a win changes your whole perspective, you know, like. Maybe three um, and one. It's hard to not, like, get that way thinking, you know what I mean? Um because they could have easily lost this one too, and then you, they'd be owing for you know. So like, it's just such a weird league in that way that a win just kind of really shifts so much. Right. Well, and you know, certainly if you get a home win this week, I would imagine the Broncos are—I haven't seen yet, but I'd imagine they're favored Favorite. by at least a little bit. I would imagine. Um, then you're two and three, and you're thinking, man, if we could have just gotten one of those, we'd be in really great shape right now. The Broncos are still up against it a little bit in terms of they're going to have to really fight back to get to 500 oh, yeah. and in the race. But, um, I mean, certainly the mood around here this morning and kind of what's possible and what expectations are very different than they were at uh, eight minutes through the third quarter yeah, yesterday, right? Yeah, it's just crazy. You're down 28-7, and yeah. um, we're thinking, oh, okay. I'm thinking in my head, what, how do I, what am I going to write about yeah. this week? And um, instead, you get to write about a win. You get to write about the chance to get a, another win. Mixed um, it up. They mixed it up on us. They, they did. Yeah. They, they tricked us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I thought for sure. I was like thinking of a postgame show halftime. I was like, oh, how am I going to do this? It, uh, it changes quickly. And um, I just think that if the offense plays the way they can, you're going to be in a lot of football games. Yeah. You hope the defense can make enough big plays. Getting some guys back could help. Um, but... And listen, you can't obviously change the result of the Raiders or the Commanders game, but I think what you can do is look at that and say, man, we're a couple plays away here from being a three and one football team, and everyone yeah. wants to count us out and say we're a bad football team externally, but um, there's guys, some confidence there's, now. There's something here that we could just as easily be sitting here tied for the lead in the division through yeah. four weeks. Yeah. I think that that's a, you, there's just so many ways you can look at a, a season. You know what I mean? Like, so with the Broncos, you could be like, they could have been three and one. Yeah. Every team has like one or two bad weeks. I mean, look at the Dolphins yesterday. They go up to Buffalo and they just, uh, they didn't look nearly the same, you no. know? So, uh, so you could look at it that way or you could look at it and be like, yeah, but they also, they had to hit that Hail Mary. It took a big comeback against the, you know, the Bears. You can just like frame it so many different ways. And I guess that's sort of the beauty of the NFL is like uh, all these teams are a lot closer than it certainly appears. Yeah. And you're going to be in a lot of one score games. Yeah. And a lot of them are going to be like they were yesterday where you need one play. Yep. Um, and uh, you've got to get a stop or you, you've got to go down and score a touchdown. I think the fact that they were able to do that is, yeah, it's big. is big for them moving forward of saying, hey, we've been in this position before. We know we can go do it again. Yeah. Um, and obviously the this one's a big one against uh, Zach Wilson, Nathaniel Hackett. 
and everything that went on this yes. offseason, but it's also just the next one in terms of a I th- it will not be easy, but it's certainly a game the Broncos can win. Yeah, I, and I think that you're looking at it and you're like, this is a chance if you can win this one they, to jump back in it. Yeah. You're like back actually playing meaningful games, right. you know. So uh, it's at home, you know. Um, yeah, it's and it's going to be kind of a different feel because uh, it feels like the last couple of weeks they've played some really good offenses and you're like, okay, they're going to have to put up some points here. But uh, this one, it's like, okay, this is going to be like strength against strength here with the Jets defense and the Broncos offense. Um, and then, hey, if this defense can make it for the Broncos, make enough plays against Zach Wilson, maybe you get a, um, some more turnovers. Uh, maybe Jonathan Cooper and Nick Bedino continue this success. Uh, you know, anything is possible for this Broncos team. Yeah. I do want to just I want to touch on those guys real fast because I think Nick Benito is coming into his own uh, yeah. two and a half sacks. I know there was a lot of questions last year. Hey, is this guy going to pan out? Um, and, and just because he was the top pick, people expected things quickly and for him to make an impact. And he probably didn't have the impact he wanted a year ago for him to respond in the work the way he has. Yeah. Put in the work. He's bigger. Yeah. And he's, he just, you can see now what the Broncos saw on tape when they drafted him. Um, And he he started over Randy Gregory. I think it was deserved the way that uh, Nick has been playing. And one thing about Sean is he's, he's not afraid to make a lineup move. And and Monday he kind of said, Hey, we're going to, we're always mixing with these things. We're trying to see what works best, but um, he's going to play the guys that deserve to play. Yeah, exactly. And the Broncos will still need Randy Gregory at some point this year, undoubtedly. You know, this week they're going to need him. Um, Frank Clark, you hope to get him back. And those guys are still going to play a role, but I like what Nick Benito's doing, and I think that um, I just felt like that was important to say because we talked a lot yeah. last year when he was not playing as yeah. well. You got to come back and then recognize, hey, yeah, he's taking his a flowers. Big, exactly, he's taking a big step here. The size has made a big difference to me because he seems like he's strong enough now to shed some of these offensive linemen, you know, where last year that just wasn't the case, you know. So now he's able to, you know, he's getting up into Justin Fields a little bit faster, you know, and then that creates a big play, you know. So, yeah. And, you know, it probably helps having his position coach from college be a part of this Broncos coaching staff and like all of those things together, you know, it, it takes maybe just a little bit of time. And then when it clicks, you can see the the results. Yeah. No, it, um, and Jonathan Cooper has been, yeah, uh, Jonathan Cooper's been high solid. motor guy who's, uh, you know, he's another guy who's got that positive mindset always. Right. Yeah. Are they, um, those leadership, guys, those guys played well. I do think, you know, the, the back end needs to shore things up, but yeah, when you the linebackers, you've got too. a lot of young guys, right? Like yeah. Jaquan McMillian was playing, um, DTR as they're calling him. Oh yeah. Larry and Turner yell. That's a little easier to say DTR. Yeah. Um, you know, Damari math is still a young guy. You've yeah. got a lot of guys back there that are still kind of coming into their own. Yeah. Getting a guy like Justin Simmons back. That'll help, help the communication for sure. Yeah. And you know, Komet did have a lot of success. They're going to have to kind of work on those things because, in this league, people will continue to attack the areas, you know, where. Yeah. Well, and they're going to. They're going to face some good times. If, uh, if communication is an issue and you've got guys running open, I mean, yeah. not to, to jump ahead, but like Andy Reid is going to test you oh my in goodness. two weeks. So you're going to have to figure it out. Um, but again, do nice to talk all these things after a win. A win. Yeah. And, um, and just get that, you know, Alex Singleton said it. Hey, some of these rookies have never experience this in the NFL before a win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, enjoy 
what that's like. Let it feel you moving forward. It's the Broncos' first road win on U.S. soil since Dallas in 2021. For the homeland. Um, this soil. The, the soil's nice. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, it just... Again, we don't want to talk about kind of things in the future because there's just a lot that needs to happen, but it at least gives you a little bit of hope. It's I a think, building that, block. Yeah. One, yeah. one step in the right direction. Yes. And I think that Sean has uh, set the tone yeah. well for this, you know, just saying, hey, let's not be content, but I was con- encouraged, you know, and he said uh, um, the defense and offense need to be better and need to show some urgency, but uh, at the same time, let's uh, take a moment here and recognize what we accomplished. That's the right tone. Yeah, you have to win some of these games if you're going to put yourself in position to do what you want to do. Yeah, they're going to the, – yeah. Like, the, I, mean, I don't mean to pick on one particular team, but, like, the Steelers went down to Houston and were probably like, hey, we're going to win we're this win football this, game, and, and they suffered a, a pretty significant loss. At, yeah. Afterwards, Mike Tomlin's talking about, hey, we're definitely making changes around here. Ooh. Um, you know, teams, Taking got hurt, right? Yeah. I think he left um, that game. I think back to a couple years ago, the, again, against Houston, the Chargers kind of had a clear playoff path. They go to Houston against a team that had not Get knocked off, played very well. They lost the football game. Yeah. I mean, you've got to win some of these games where it doesn't look uh, pretty or, you know, hey, maybe you think you're going to go in there and roll and it doesn't yeah. happen. Um, as Alex Singleton said, and that's a, a well-coined phrase, those guys get paid too. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. It's so true. even if you don't win, you get paid. You get too. paid. Oh, I yeah. didn't know that. Mm. That's true. <laughs> you don't. Oh, I don't get paid. Just I don't get paid win. no matter what. This is the first. <laughs> this is the first paycheck of the year yeah. for you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How many games did that Broncos team win in 2012? After that, I don't think they lost the rest of the season. No, they didn't. Yeah, so that could be nice. They won 11 in a row, right? Yeah. And you know that Chargers team wasn't great. Yeah. They ended up seven and nine. They were five and nine at one point, and so it's. I mean, obviously, I'm not Philly Rivers. I'm not sure if uh, the Bears are going to get to Who? seven wins. The Bears. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. But it's not like the Broncos were coming back from 21 down or 24 down, excuse me, no, against no. Um, the Patriots at that no. point, right? Like the, yeah, exactly. that was a team that they probably should have beaten. Yeah. And uh, took a, a miraculous took effort. And, and they rolled. Got, got them rolling. And, um, you know, the, the, the Broncos the have the... I think when you have an offense that can that's just the difference between this year and years past is I think when you have a great defense and a and a poor performing offense, you have to be almost perfect. Yeah. Especially against teams like the Chiefs or the Bills or or whomever to have a chance to win. Whereas when you have an offense that's good, even if your defense struggles at times, you've got a chance because you yeah. can go point for point and, and kind of match up with those guys. And so that's kind of like where this Jets team is at. Like it kind of felt like last night that they had to be perfect. Yeah. You know, and then Mahomes does what he does. Well, and, then, and they even, they even go on a nice run and tie the game, yeah. have a chance to take the lead. And, um, and Zach Wilson fumbles a snap and that's it's it. just over. Yeah, exactly. And I, I felt like that at times, I think back to that Cincinnati game, right? Like the Broncos are yeah, in a good spot to it. get in the playoffs and everything just, has to go right. It, it, yeah. And it didn't. And you lose a football game. And yeah. Now, if you're down 10, 14, you know, I don't think you want to fa- make a habit of doing that. No, but um, no, not a good idea. I think there's faith that you can come back from that totally and you can make plays and that, Hey, 
Like how many times the last few years have the Broncos gotten the ball back with two minutes left, three minutes left with a chance to win it and not done it. Do it? Yeah. With the way they're playing right now, um, I didn't have any doubt that they were going to go down and score points yeah. after that fourth down stop. Oh, yeah, I know. Exactly. Yeah, you just felt really confident. But yeah, it but took a lot of third down execution yeah, after that. But you still got to do but it. They but they did it. But, uh, I mean, that's like when I watch Patrick Mahomes play, especially against the Broncos, you're like, uh, say you get a tackle for a loss. You're like, oh, second and matter. 11. And you're like, oh, gosh, you still got to get two, more, that two more stops, like two more plays. Like yeah. Maybe we just go right to fourth down. Third and 25 is like, who cares? Exactly. And when you've got a, a quarterback and Russ is playing at the level that you need him to play at, you've got a, a chance. And so, you know, can the defense get a little bit better? And can the Broncos kind of use this yeah. to, to get going? Yeah, I think that's a, that's a good uh, way to put it there. Uh, I'm sure we'll have a lot more on the Jets coming up here. Yes. This is going to be an exciting week to just talk. You know, we'll hear from both sides, I think, this week. A lot, uh, a lot going it's a big on. a one for both teams, this one. too. Yeah. Kind yeah. of keep your because the Jets are what they're one and three now. They're one and three as well. Um, kind of a chance to keep your season at least to yeah, stay, in the, stay in the race. Yeah, yeah. and you just want to if you're the Broncos, you got this little spark here. Yeah, keep it you, going. Can you build the fire? Keep it going. Will I? Will it keep you warm throughout the night? I think that <laughs> we're going to find out. We're going to find out. We're so, fixing to find out. We're fixing to find out. Uh, and maybe Ben Swanson, maybe be maybe right back Thursday. on Thursday. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. What do you think happened this time? I think he last time I saw him, he was on top of the bean. Really? Yeah. How do you get up there? I don't know. It's all smooth everywhere. It's suction I don't cups know. or something. Oh, got yeah, it. Yeah, and the camera around his neck. Uh-huh. It was too much to get down. Yeah. He, like, got up there, and he was like, how am I supposed to get down? And he got a little scared. Exactly. Yeah. And I heard he ate a lot of pizza. Like, he wasn't oh, feeling yeah. well either. So, oh. Yeah. You do a filet of fish Double. or just the pizza? Who would do a filet of fish? I don't know. That, that is a risky move, I think. I would only eat a fish filet of fish, fish during, like, a... Like during a certain season, I don't, I don't know what. I don't think I'd ever do the fillet of fish. Yeah, just my personal. Like a ram season, I it's kind of like do that. oh ram, like a, a ram. What season. is it, Aries? Like a ram, Tor- a ram Taurus. Oh yeah, I don't Rams. Know. That's ram season. Ram season. Yeah, that's when I need a fillet of fish. That's when you would do it. Yeah. For me, ordering a fillet of fish is like ordering a fish in, a, in an airplane on an airplane, and no, I, I just to, don't do that. I'll have to tell you uh, that your catchphrase. Fish don't fly, of course. Fish don't fly, of course. Has made the rounds uh, on the official team plane of the Denver Broncos. Really? People, yeah. when the menu comes around, I, like, I let don't them fly? know last week that that was something Phil Milani taught me. My first, fish don't fly. my first uh, road trip. <laughs> yeah, and they loved fly. it. Yeah, there there were uh, guests of the team just saying "fish don't fly" in the back of the plane. <laughs> it was tremendous. Yeah, same deal. I'll, I'll have to come up with something for fillet of fish, but uh, mm, yeah, yeah. But Swanson, a lot of pizza, too much pizza. A lot pizza. of pizza. Yeah. Too much pizza. Gonna get down. We'll go, we'll go help him. Yeah. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for us. So we'll be back on Thursday. Until then, for Eric Dalal, I'm Phil Milani. You've been listening to the Neutral Zone. Listen up, Denver Broncos fans. Paramount Plus is your streaming home to catch every local NFL on CBS game this season. Visit ParamountPlus.com to start your free trial and stream Russell Wilson and the boys as they battle the league's best. Plus, get an all-access pass to 24-7 NFL content with CBS Sports HQ, Fantasy Football Today, NFL Slime Time, and more. And this year, Paramount Plus is your streaming destination for Super Bowl 58. Another action-packed Broncos season with the NFL on CBS awaits. So stream Paramount Plus from any device all season long.